Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Know Your Role Player Podcast. I'm your host, J215 Forever. Follow the podcast page. I'm going to give you all the exact thing because I think somebody said I I said the wrong name last time, which I don't think I did, but hey, K-N-O-W-Y-A-R-O-L-E-P-L-A-Y-E-R underscore podcast, all right? That's Know Your Role Player underscore podcast, all right? The best way you can download this, the best way, excuse me, that you can listen to this podcast is by downloading the Anchor app, all right? Once you download the Anchor app, wherever you listen to your podcasts or music usually, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Stitcher, Pocket Cast, CastBox, and many, many more, it'll direct you right to it. All right, y'all know what today is. NBA is back, back, back. Okay, the NBA is back, and we are going to do this season preview. All right, we got a lot of stuff to get to. I'm going to do the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference under an hour, and then we'll come back. Today is Tuesday. We'll come back Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. I don't know yet. We'll come back, and we'll, we'll give a little bit of review. Um, it's a lot of stuff to get to. I don't want to not mess it up. All right, so this is what we want to have a little game. All right, we're going to talk about the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, and we're going to do stock up or stock down. So this is NBA stock, sorry. If you believe that they're going to do better than this record, then you're going to buy stock. If you believe they're going to do worse than what you think the Vegas over-under is, then we're not going to buy stock, all right? So let's start from the worst to the best. All right, so number 15, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Are we buying or selling stock? I would never buy Cavalier stock because I think they stink. Um, <laughs> I think they have some young talent. Um, you got Kevin Porter Jr. Um, okay, so last year, okay, if you ask me what the number one problem with the Cleveland Cavaliers is, I think it's a, one is youth and just talent. They don't have a ton of sense of what they're doing. They traded for Andre Drummond last year. He played okay. Uh, if y'all don't remember, Kevin Love threw a real big fit about wanting to get traded, and he had to apologize for not being professional. Um, he's still there. Uh, so I, I, I think, I don't know what direction they're going in, but I think they had to make, make some moves. So first and foremost, I hope they would trade Kevin Love by the trading deadline. Um, there's a lot of new contracts being signed, and so um, maybe there's a market out there for him. You know, he's a good shooter, rebounder, still at this age. I uh, can probably play some small ball center for you, but I am not buying the Cleveland Cavaliers stock. Um, they got some talent. I, I just don't I don't know where they're going, man. And um, I hope I can be wrong about this, uh, but uh, we'll see about that. So I am not buying Cavaliers stock at 22 and a half wins. I think they're going to be bad, taking it under. All right, next, the New York Knicks. Okay, so I want to, one, I'm going to give the Knicks a little hope. I think the New York Knicks... Might have the rookie of the year and Obi Toppin. All right. Um, if I was a betting man, I would take Obi Toppin. Now, with that being said, I don't know how much patience Tom Thibodeau is going to have with his younger staff, but they invested in him and he's invested to be there, so it's going to have to work. Um, their roster is a bunch of misfits that kind of run into the same position. So you have Julius Randle, who's a power forward, doesn't really shoot. Really good at going to the rim. Okay, then you got Kevin Knox, a first-round pick from Kentucky. It's really underperformed the next last couple of years. Then you got Dennis Smith Jr., right? Um, another uh, lottery pick from a couple of years ago. 
that was with Dallas and has been underachieving a lot and the shot is really falling apart. All right. You got some things that you like. I think the Knicks are, are trying to do the right thing. All right. They got a bunch of cap space. Um, they're trying, you know, um, but I am not buying Nick stock. All right. So stock, I'm not buying Nick stock at 22.5. All right. Next, we got the Detroit Pistons. I personally think the Detroit Pistons might have had the worst offseason in the NBA, all right? Now, one, they signed, they signed Mason Plumlee for like four years, $60 million, okay? So that didn't make much sense. Um, they didn't sign Jaleel Okafor. He didn't get much. They signed him for two years at the minimum. The second is partially guaranteed. Um, they have a lot of, they still got Blake Griffin, who actually looks pretty good in the preseason. Uh, they drafted Killian Hayes, a really good young point guard. They still got Derrick Rose. Uh, so they got some pieces, but, you know, to me, they're a team that's all in on, um, you know, rebuilding. Excuse me. Um, they're all in on rebuilding. So um, we'll see if they can trade some of these assets. You know, Derrick Rose can help a lot of teams. Even Blake Griffin. Um, I know he's getting paid a lot of money, but like I said, these contracts that these players get a lot of money for that I thought they would never get traded getting traded. And if he comes out and play well and I'm and I'm Detroit, I would try to trade him. Um But I'm not high on the Pistons, man. I'm not buying stock. I'm sorry. 23.5. Next is Charlotte Hornets at 25. Do I buy Charlotte Hornets stock? I might be wrong, but I'm going to say yes. Um, you know, they drafted LiAngelo Ball, but they kind of have some, they have talent. If you watch the Charlotte Hornets last year, they're one of the more fun teams. One, I'll say the fun bad teams to watch, if that makes any sense. Um, P.J. Washington, Miles Bridges, uh, Terry Rozier, uh, Gordon Haywood, Leangelo, excuse me, LaMelo Ball. They got the talent, all right? They got the talent. They can do it. I'm going to buy Charlotte Hornets stock at 25 wins, all right? Next we have, excuse me. Ooh. One second, show my phone. Here we go. Next, we have the Chicago Bulls at 30 wins. I'm not going to buy the Bulls stock, all right? Um, I think they'll be right there near 30. Um, I'm a little bit worried about the direction. So they did not extend Laurie Marketing. Right towards the end of the podcast, I'm going to go over all the NBA extensions. They did not extend Marketing, which is kind of weird. Um, they drafted Patrick Williams, who looked really good in the preseason, uh, number four by the power forward. Um, you know, they got a new coach there. And so, like, last year, I just felt like under Jim Boylan, they were just playing terrible. You know, they were complaining about how they play. Now you got a structure. You know, you got the uh, former OKC coach. So I think the Bulls will be much better. Um, well, I guess I don't think I'll be, they'll be that much better. I'm going to... I can't buy bull stock. I want to buy it. I can't buy it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so I'm going to have to sell my bull stock. Next, the Orlando Magic at 31.5. <sighs> okay, so they had some good things and bad things. They still got Nikolai Vujicic, which to me is one of the most solid, consistent big men in the league. Uh, if he didn't make the All-Star uh, last season, he's been an All-Star about three times, so... Uh, he's a better player than people like to give him credit for. Well, they actually they do give him credit. Um, what else? They just gave Markel Fultz a recently an extension 
Three years, $50 million. Now, here's the funny thing. I really like Markel Fultz, as y'all know before. But that extension is fair. It's not a lot of money. And compared to what some of these other guys, Luke Kennard got four years and $64 million. So if you tell me that, all right, you got a starting point guard that can get to the rim, have a nice little mid-range shot, solid defender, and it can possibly improve his three-point shot, I like it. All right? So I am... I'm going to buy Orlando Magic stock as having more than 31 wins, all right? Next, and this to me is the best. This is a lock right here, all right? I am buying Washington Wizards stock. All right, so the Washington Wizards, as we all know, made the biggest moves in the offseason by trading John Wall straight up for Russell Westbrook. Um, you know, John Wall was injured the last two seasons, and um, he actually had requested a trade, and Russell Westbrook had two. So, hey, one for one. Um, I like Wall in, uh, excuse me, I liked Wall in Bradley Beal, but I actually like Westbrook. You know, Westbrook is a better player than John Wall to me. And, um, I don't know. I, I think he'll be rejuvenated and I think Bradley Beal just, he'll have another guy to go to. You know, if you don't remember last year, he scored 30 points a game in the NBA season. Uh, Thomas Bryant is okay. Um, they got some okay players, but like I said, I think with Westbrook, they're going to make that eighth seed. And I'm excited about that. All right, let's go to the next one. Number That was number nine, excuse me. Number eight, the Atlanta Hawks at 36.5. I am not buying stock on the Atlanta Hawks, okay? So they made a ton of moves, but I don't think defensively they improved. I think they're a better team. They might be a better offensive team. And I think they kind of bailed on some of their guys that they had. All right, so um, yo, just, just, just rock with me for a second. Okay, so... You sign, um, excuse me, Bogdan Bogdanovich, okay? You give him four years and about $76 million. Okay, that, that's fine. Then you trade for Clinton Capella. Now, I like Clinton Capella, but I think they overpaid for him. And I just don't think he's a better position. I don't think he's in a better position. You know, with him and John Collins, uh, I think they'll be a solid, but I think John Collins is going to demand a lot of money in the open market. And with all the signings he did, I don't think they have the cap space to keep him. Okay, so let's talk about the other moves they made. Danilo Gallinari is 32 years old. He's fallen off as a defender. He is a good shooter. All right, but my thing is this. I thought the biggest thing that the Atlanta Hawks were trying to do was build their roster. With players like Kevin Hewitter, DeAndre Hunter, um... And Cam Reddish, those guys need to get the playing time, all right? Now, okay, he asked yourself a question, who's better between Bogdan Bogdanovich and Kevin Huerta? Kevin Huerta is 22, all right? He averaged 18 points a game. Now, you might not have never heard of this guy, okay? He played for a bad Hawks team, but he is a good player, okay? Bogdan Bogdanovich is 28, and I think he's more of a six-role uh, six player. I think he can excel him, but I'm not loving him in this spot. Um, but it will be good for me as a secondary creator. Now, one of the moves I did like uh, that Washington did, they did sign Chris Dunn, which was one of my favorite players in the league. Great defensive player, a really bad shooter, but he's really solid at going to the rim, but a very good bargain value for their team. And again, for a team that needs defense, signing him along with Solomon Hill um, and again, Clinton Capella, I, I do think they'll be somewhat better defensively. Now, you ask, why am I not buying stock? I don't think they're going to start the right people, okay? To me, 
Kevin Hewitt is going to have to get about 25 minutes a game. I will bring Bogdan Bogdanovich off the bench, and Cam Reddish has to start. I think they will start Cam Reddish, and they'll bring Danilo Gallinari off the bench. We'll see how long that lasts for, okay? Um, but they have a lot of expectations. All right, so 36 wins. 36 wins, 36 wins. I'm going to buy it, all right? I know I said I wasn't going to buy it. I'm going to buy it now. Next, the Indiana Pacers. Okay, y'all. Now, <laughs> uh, I think the Indiana Pacers for the last two years have been a really solid team. Kind of went really under the radar. But their over-under is 40. Does that say 43? <clears throat> Excuse me. Their over-under is 39 wins. I do not see it happening. One, we need to see. Victor Oladipo played at an all-star level. Two years ago, he was one of the top 20 players in the NBA. Last season, he was absolutely trash. Two, and this is kind of a sneakier point with them, I'm worried that they're going to focus on making Oladipo the number one option and kind of trying to have T.J. Warren on the fallback. Now, if we all remember, NBA fans, T.J. Warren was a monster in the bubble. Y'all remember what he did to my Sixers, put a 50-piece on him. All right, so um, I'm just hoping that they... uh. With their new coach, you know, they, they have a good direction of the team. I like certain players, but I don't think Miles Turner and uh, DeMontis Sabonis, I think I said that right, can play together. Uh, so the thing about it is Sabonis is really like a pick and roll uh, big, and Miles Turner is pick and pop. So theoretically, you think they could start together. Not really the case. Miles Turner a year ago led the NBA in blocks, but I think he has good value. You can trade and get more wing and guard help. And also, I would trade Victor Oladipo, who's in the last year of his contract, all right? Um, I like their players. They got a bunch of solid players. Malcolm Brogdon's coming back. Uh, he was kind of hurt at certain points last year. Um, TJ Warren, Miles. They have a solid roster, but um, I don't think... I think with all of the other teams, I think I think some of these other teams are going to kind of push them. I think they'll be just outside, and I do not think they're going to make the playoffs. So I am selling. I repeat, I am selling my Indiana Pacers stock. I do not think they're going to have more than 39 wins, all right? Next, we have the Toronto Raptors. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. So, the Toronto Raptors. My bad, Joe. Little dry voice. The Toronto Raptors, by Vegas odds, are favored to win 41 games. I am going to sell my Toronto Raptors stock, and I do not think they're going to win 41 games, and let me tell you why. Okay, so I think the biggest loss that the Raptors have is the actual front court. Now, as y'all all know, I am not a huge Marcus Salt fan, but defensively, he was still really good. Scared to death to shoot. I don't know when he started doing this, but um, he was really good last year. And probably one of the most underrated, can I say he's underrated? Okay, one of the most valuable and useful big men, uh, Serge Ibaka, is a huge loss. I do not think Aaron Baines is a replacement player. Um, last year, the beginning of last year, his three-point shot was off the charts and it came back down. Uh, he's 34 now, and I've seen Aaron Baines play. I think his best days are behind him. Um, they also might be playing Chris Brochure, excuse me, a lot of minutes at the power forward position. I'm not big on both of those guys. Now... And we'll get to this maybe in another podcast because I won't have time. Malachi Flynn is one of my favorite players in this draft, all right? Uh, on the weekend podcast, we'll talk about some of my favorite players 
and we'll go through picks and all that. I'm not going to have time to do it today, all right? I love Malachi Flynn. Also, one of my one of my biggest problems with them, and they did draft Malachi Flynn, but Kyle Lowry was fourth in the league of minutes played per game at 37.1. Now, for all y'all fantasy lovers, that's great. But for an NBA point guard that's going on 35, that's not ideal. And between him and my man, uh, Fred Van Fleet, they both play like 33 minutes a game, and they're undersized point guards, and their offense asks them to do a lot. I'm not buying, man. Again, I like the Raptors. They will make the playoffs, but I am not buying the Raptors uh, 41.5. <clears throat> Next, the Miami Heat. Okay, so the Miami Heat, Vegas over underline is 44 point, excuse me. The Toronto Raptors was 41.5. I do not think they're going to do that. Miami is 44.5. I am buying Heat stock. All right. Um, obviously Miami won two games in the NBA Finals. Uh, two of their best players got hurt, but they really did a great job. They beat the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals, and they were the dark horse of the team. Uh, I did not call them a dark horse, but a couple people had them as the dark horse team to go to the finals. And actually, I like all their players to improve or stay at the same level. Um, Tyler Hero, you know, had a huge playoffs. I think he's only going to improve as far as him and Duncan Robinson. They should have more confidence, and they're both good shooters. Now, Miami was one of the dark horse teams to get James Harden. I just don't think as a cultural fit they'll do it, but I got to keep remembering that Pat Riley said one thing. He said, I go for the win now. I can't really worry about four and five years from now. So if he has a chance to win a championship, which he does because they're already a contending team, in my humble opinion, if you add James Harden to the Heat, they're coming out of the East, and they might they they might be they might beat the Lakers. All right, then I I can't I can't pick the Lakers to be better than them. Um, but yeah, again, uh, also Gordon Dragic was hurt in the NBA Finals. Expect him to bounce back with a two-year, forty-eight million dollar contract they gave him. I think he'll have a really good year. They did lose Jay Crowder, but they replaced him with more. Uh, Maurice Harkless, which I think is a solid replacement. Not as good as a three-point shooter, but I think he'll be a little bit better of a defender. Um, who else? I'm going to need a little bit more from Andre Iguodala. Um, I thought he was. I thought he had his moments in the Eastern Conference Finals. I thought he was really bad in the NBA Finals. It was kind of one of the stories that did not get talked about. And um, as y'all remember, they invested a lot. They treated Justice Winslow for him. I'm going to need a little bit more. From Andre Iguodala. Also, they got Avery Bradley, which I think would be a real good uh, backup guard off the bench that can play good defense and hit some threes. So, again, I'm I'm buying everything. I think most of Miami players are young and improving. I'm all in on uh, heat stock at 44.5. Okay. Next, the Philadelphia 76ers. I know that was bad. <clears throat> 45.5. Okay, so the Sixers did one thing. They tried to change their entire rap, excuse me, their entire lineup to the 2016 and 2017 Sixers, okay? They got rid of Al Horford, hallelujah, um, and they signed Danny Green and traded for Seth Curry. They let to go Jason Richardson, and they signed Dwight Howard as a backup. Listen, he was great for the Lakers last year. I'm not a Dwight Howard fan, but if he can just pick and roll, 
play defense and play hard. I have zero complaints. But again, I'll be honest for y'all. Excuse me. It'd be a little bit hard for me to root for Dwight Howard. Um, not the biggest fan. So 45.5. Now, remove the homerism. I think they have much more improved shooting. And I still think the Sixers half-court offense needs work. I do not want to keep talking about James Harden for Ben Simmons. I have a bad feeling that Daryl Morey might do it. All right? But I think, I don't know. And this could be wrong. I think they might do a wink-wink deal to where they're going to wait until near the all-star deadline. And the Sixers don't have one of the top four records. And they're not looking really good. I think he's going to push the button. Um, Y'all know how I feel about, I love Simmons. I wouldn't trade Harden for Simmons. But I understand if you do, my whole thing is, you better go to the finals, man, because you're cutting your NBA championship window from about seven, eight years to about three or four. Um, but I'm buying the Sixers stock. You know, also the addition of Doc Rivers, Joel Embiid getting into shape. They should be better. You know, the Sixers, even last year, as bad as they were, if the regular season would have finished out, they would have still won 50 games with a poor-fitted roster. All right, I think the roster is much better. I think they got much more shooting. They got a little bit better guard play. You know, we got Shake Milton coming back. I and we drafted Tyrese Maxey, which is I think I'm going to be a really good rookie. I'm not sure how much time he'll get, but I think the Sixers will do just fine in the regular season. I don't know about the playoffs. I am buying Sixers stock. Okay, next is the Brooklyn Knicks at 45.5. Um, yeah, that's the same stock as the Sixers. I'm easily buying that stock, and that's the lock right there. Okay, obviously we know this is the first year that Kevin Durant and Kyrie is playing playing with each other. I thought Kevin Durant looked really, really good. Now, I don't know about how many minutes he's going to play as far as an MVP choice, but physically, he looked really good. And, guys, Kevin Durant does, is not a... Uh, he is athletic, but he doesn't need to be the fastest player. That guy is a guy that seven feet tall, gets open shots, creates space, and has a crazy handle. He does not need... He doesn't... He has enough athleticism to be great what he has right now. Now, defensively is what I want to see from him. Um, we're going to talk about that game later, but I'm buying the net stock. Again, Joe Harris, um, Karis LeVert as the sixth man off their bench, Carl, Carl Dinwiddie, excuse me, Dinwiddie. I love their roster. Um, I think they're the best team in the Eastern Conference. I think they might have the third best record in the NBA. And um, yeah, next is the Boston Celtics at 45.5 again. <sighs> okay, so I think Boston will be fine in the playoffs, but I'm actually going to sell the stock. Now, Boston is still a really good team with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. But as we all know, Kimber Walker had hurt his knee, and he's not expected to come back until some point in January. All right, so that means they're probably going to start Marcus Smart. Also, at the center position, they did upgrade and sign Tristan Thompson for two years, $27 million. If they start Thompson, he is an upgrade, and Daniel Theus is probably better in a backup role. I just think that their play at the point guard and the center position for the NBA season is going to be kind of struggling a little bit. Also, shot selection. As much as I love Brown and Tatum, they can get a little bit shot happy of just kind of taking off-the-dribble shots, which is nothing wrong with them, but those guys are 6'10 and 6'9. Jalen Brown is 6'9 and super strong. They should be getting to the rim. Now, Brad Stevens has said time and time again, he wants three-point shots off of drive and kick. Drive and kick. So, I don't. I think he's kind of sending a message to his players. Hey, guys, listen, if it's a pick and roll and you got an open shot, fine. 
But I want to drive to the rim. They collapse on our defense. Pass to the shooter in the corner. Pass to the shooter at the top of the key or at the wing. And keep it real simple. And they're going to have to. Um, they also did acquire Jeff Teague, which I think they should be solid as far as their backup point guard. But um, I'm going to sell. Listen, they'll be fine. They'll be a good team. But I'm going to sell Boston 45.5. Now, of course, that leaves us last but not least, the Milwaukee Bucks. <clears throat> Excuse me. With 49.5. No coach in the NBA goes harder at the regular season than Mike Bodenhoser. And again, when you're playing with Giannis, you got four guys spread. You got Giannis running up and down the court. It's not going to be hard to win these games. Um, I still think they're going to have the best record. I think they're going to have the best record in the NBA. But I need that's not really the focus for me with them. With them, they have to do a better job as engaging the other players. So when they get to the playoffs, they can't just give the ball to Giannis and say, yo, do something. Um, also, they got to do a really good job of trying to integrate Drew Holiday offensively. Defensively, he'll be fine. Um, I'm expecting a leap from Dante DiVincenzo, too. Now, as we all know, he was going to get traded for Bogdan Bogdanovich. That kind of fell through. But I'm still really high on Dante DiVincenzo. Villanova! All right. Now, that's the Eastern Conference, y'all. And in a second, we're going to come back and do the Western Conference. All right, y'all. And now let's do the Western Conference, all right? So we're gonna start from we're gonna start from top to bottom, bottom to top. Let's go from top to bottom. Let's switch it up. Okay, so now we have the Los Angeles Lakers at forty six point five. I'm going to take the over. Um, I think the Lakers are still the best team in the NBA. Uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron are looking to go back and repeat, and I think they made great moves in the offseason. Again, now. With the shortened schedule, they played 72 days ago. I do think they're going to monitor LeBron James' minutes. But I also think that Anthony Davis is going to be a better player. And he's going to be a little bit more of an aggressive player offensively. And um, as far as the rest of their roster, I actually really like what they did. They got rid of – they had a lot of um, good, solid role players, but they got rid of them and kind of replaced them. And a lot of these new guys, they did not win rings on the championship team. So they kind of – it's kind of good. Like, you win – but you're not like the guys aren't like full of themselves because they're on the championship team, but they, they don't have a ring. They're just trying to add to that. Um, excuse me. Okay. Now, as far as Lakers offseason moves, as we all know, uh, Dwight Howard went to Philadelphia. Rajon Rondo went to Atlanta. And probably one of the most surprising moves was the acquisition of power forward. Oh, my goodness. Why can't I think of his name right now? Oh my goodness, what is this? Montrez Harrell, I'm tripping. Not even on his roster, that's crazy. I want ESPN, he's literally not on here. Yeah, Montrez Harrell, uh, also Dennis Schroeder. And again, with these additions, they're going to they're gonna make LeBron fall back as far as ball handling. Um, and besides the uh, Bucks, I still I have the Lakers being the second best record in the NBA. I think they're going to, I think they're going to kill teams. They're still going to have a really good defense. I think the offense is going to improve. Um, I ex- I'm not sure if Talon Horton Tucker is going to do what he did in the preseason. I know he's like the big, the biggest news of the preseason, but I'm buying Lakers stock. Um, Mark Gasol also, um, I'm buying Lakers stock. I think they'll be the best team in the West, Western Conference. Um, I'm all in on Lakers. All right. Next, the Los Angeles Clippers at 45.5. 
I'm gonna buy Lake. I'm gonna buy the Clippers stock, but I'm not gonna buy them as my two seed. I'm gonna have them as my three seed. I'm gonna have the Denver Nuggets as my two seed. So um, but let's do the Clippers real quick. Clippers at forty five point five. I'm gonna buy Clippers stock. Um. So listen, they fell apart last year. There's no other way to uh, get around to it. Um, at the end of the day, they didn't have the continuity. Their defense was not as aggressive as it was. Uh, Doc Rivers kept playing Montrez Harrell, who was struggling in the series. Paul George hitting the side of the backboard. There's no excuses for last year's team. Uh, the chemistry wasn't great. They tried to bypass it. But again, they still had one of the better <laughs> teams in the NBA. And um, listen, for all that, I don't like Paul George's. As far as accountability, he is a really good player. They'll have a fine regular season. Um, I also think Kawhi will play a little bit better. Now, one thing about them is in Toronto, what made them so special is that Kawhi did not want to initiate. A lot of times they hear him initiate and create for others. That's why Kawhi was asking for a point guard, all right? And he got really fed up with Reggie Jackson last year. And um, he, they just want somebody else to create. So remember, in Toronto... Kyle Lowry was creating. Fred Lynn Fleet was creating. He was in the post, coming off screens. He was in a position to a score and then pass if the scoring wasn't there. And I think they just put the ball in his hands too much and he kind of wore it down a little bit. Um, but I think he'll bounce back. Uh, one of the sneaky offseason trades that they did uh, was Luke Kennard. Um, I love Landry Shamit, but Luke Kennard is a better shooter. I don't agree with that contract, though, four years and $64 million, no way. All right? Now, the Serge Ibaka move was great. Um, they also got Nicholas Batum to be a real solid wing off the bench. Listen, they're a great team. I still think as far as the regular season, behind the Lakers, it'll be Denver. Excuse me. Lakers 1, Denver 2, Clippers 3, but I am buying Clippers stock. All right? Let's go to the next team. <clears throat> the Denver Nuggets... At 44.5, all right? 44.5 is the over-under as far as win totals for the Denver Nuggets. I'm taking the over. I love Denver. Um, I, I thought last year was uh, was great for them. I thought they got the recognition they deserve. Um, they have enough assets on their team where they can kind of make a move and get a guy. I don't know who they want, who they're looking to acquire, I don't okay, they let's say let's let's just throw this out there into the universe. If they can get um Michael Porter Jr. first round picks, uh maybe Will Barton in there, uh and maybe a third team, and they can go after Harden, I would go after Harden. You give me Harden and Jamal Murray with Jokic, hey come on man. But even if you don't and you keep the roster as it is, I think they'll be fine. Now listen, they lost Jeremy Grant. They did offer him a contract last season at three years, $60 million. He wanted to go to Detroit um, and just expand his role as a player. Hey, good luck to you. You can do whatever you want. I think that's a big mistake. But I think the, I think the law, his loss is a little bit overrated. Um, again, last year in the playoffs, they did not have Will Barton, who was their probably third best offensive player. Um. Michael Porter Jr. was a little inconsistent. It was pretty much his rookie year, though, so you can't be too mad about that. Um, Monte Morris had a really good year. They got Jermichael Green from the Clippers as far as replacing Jeremy Grant. And um, all their players should get better. And Bo Bo, 
I believe they're going to give legitimate minutes as their backup center too. They got to watch that because he has a really big injury history. But um, I love the Nuggets. As far as a regular season team, they have balanced scoring. They have really good role players. You know, I'm all in on Jokic. He lost weight. He looks good. So uh, I, I love the Nuggets. So I'm easily taking it over at 44.5. <clears throat> Try to go a little bit faster, y'all. Okay. The Dallas Mavericks at 42.5. I'm buying Dallas Mavericks stock. Now, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little bit, I'm not going to say I'm concerned, but I think they're a little bit overrated as far as the preseason. I'm seeing a lot of people out here saying we got Dallas as the number one team in the West. Um, I'm fine with Luka being favorite to win the MVP just because he's going to put up crazy stats. Also, he's not going to have the second best player there, so I don't think that's that big of a deal, but... I think Dallas might be a little overrated. Now, listen, I believe that their roster did make some really good improvements. All right. Um, Jalen Brunson's come back healthy. Uh, they got one of my favorite players in the draft, Tyrell Terry. Uh, I don't believe he's 6'2", but he's a lights-out shooting guard. Um, he's going to do a really good job of replacing Steph Curry. Kristaps uh, Porzingis might not be back until February, but they'll be okay without him. A healthy Dwight Powell, they traded for Josh Richardson from the Sixers. Again, when Josh Richardson was on the Sixers, we was asking this dude to do pick and roll, uh, be off be offensive facilitator and creator. That is not his role. His role is to shoot threes, play defense, and play hard. And he's going to look really good on that team. Um, I think that's probably one of the best trades in the offseason where both teams get what they want. Tim Hardaway Jr. always plays well. I think he's also in a contract year. Uh, they also got... James Johnson from Minnesota. So, listen, I, I love Dallas. I'm buying Dallas stock. I would probably make Luka my favorite behind Anthony. Luka won Anthony Davis 2 and Giannis 3. Uh, Kevin Durant as a dark horse pick would probably be my uh, MVP voting. But I, I like, I like, I really like um, Denver. Excuse me, not Denver, Dallas. Okay, next to Utah Jazz at 42.5. I don't know why they gave all that money to Rudy Gobert. Um, my man averaged 15 and 13 last year. Do you think a guy that averaged 15 points and 13 rebounds is worth $207 million? Is he worth it? Well, I don't think so, but they kind of panicked and signed him. And I think they're going to regret this bet. Now, they had to rebuild their relationship. As you know, Rudy Gobert touched all the microphones and then rubbed his face, rubbed his dirty hands that he had on those dirty microphones after COVID was announced and rubbed them all over Donovan Mitchell's face. Now, apparently that relationship has uh, has been mended back together. Better man than me. I wouldn't want to be nowhere around you. You're nasty. Uh, Jazz 42.5. I'm not going to buy the Jazz stock. Um, I think they are a playoff team. I don't think number, I think number five is way too high for them. Um, I think they might be either 7 or 8. Uh, I just don't see offensively, even if they do got uh, uh, Bogdanovich back, I don't see offensively how they can p- compete with some of these other teams. i actually going to pick, I will pick Phoenix to make the 5 seed, and i put Portland to make the 6 seed. So I'm not going to buy my Jazz stock. Number 6, the Portland Trailblazers, all right? <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, so they did two moves that I really like. They got Derrick Jones Jr. from Miami and Robert Covington, former 76er. So what they did was they improved the defense at their forward positions, all right? 
They got Nurkic, really solid. They're expecting Collins to have a backup, a bounce back season as a backup. Or they probably might play him along with the four. Um, Carmelo coming off the bench. He's, listen, one of my favorite stories last year, as we all know. I like the Blazers, and I always like them better in the playoffs just because I think they can match up against teams. But I am buying Portland stock at 41.5. I think they'll be fine. Um, I know a lot of people... The Portland's weird, man. They got to kind of catch some breaks. Um, they, some of their players just have to play better. Um, but I think in the playoffs, they'll be better, but they'll be fine in the regular season, all right? Number seven, 38.5 as the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns were 8-0 in the bubble. They have Chris Paul, and I think Chris Paul makes every team better, and he is going to push. He's going to push DeAndre Eaton. He's going to push Devin Booker. He's going to push Cam Johnson, and if you don't like it, you might get an argument to him, but he will make you better, all right? He's a grinder. He's a leader. He's a pusher. All right, we saw what he did with OKC. I think Phoenix has way more talent than OKC. Um, I'm really big on Phoenix. I got the, I'm got i definitely taking it over at 38.5. Now, the final playoff spot, they have Golden State at 36.5. I'm, I don't think the Warriors are making the playoffs, y'all. They're going to need another piece. I don't know who they have. They still have, I think, about $10 million in the trade, trade exception. Excuse me. Trade exception. Uh, with the loss of Clay Thompson, I don't think they have a secondary score or creator. Um, I think Steph will be have a great season. Um, I like Kelly Oubre. I don't like him as your second best offensive player. James Wyson, I'm not a big fan of. But in this system, I think he'll be just fine. All right, Draymond Green is already hurt to start the season. He looks in really good shape, though, so I'll give him that. And, again, I am never buying Andrew Wiggins stock. I was going to buy it if Clay and Steph were there and he was the third guy just getting open shots and trying to beat closeouts, not as a creator. I Listen, I, I want to be wrong about Wiggins, but the thing about him is it's never talent. It's that motor. He just kind of aloofs through games, and I, I'm sorry I'm not buying it, man. So I don't think the Warriors. I don't think the Warriors are gonna make the playoffs. I'm not buying Warriors stock. I'm also not buying New Orleans Pelican stock for one reason. I think Stephen excuse me, Stephen Adams has fell off. I don't know why they gave this dude a three year, eighteen million dollar extension. I saw him at OKC. They played Houston. Houston had PJ Tucker and Robert Covington at the four positions, and he could not. He didn't get no rebounds over him. He wasn't scoring over him. I don't know. He looks a little bit slower. I'm not a Steven Adams fan. Um, I think a lot of those players will improve on that team. I do not see them going to the playoffs, but I, I don't think it's a good fit with him and Zion. Um, I like Lonzo. Though. I think Lonzo will play better. Uh, I like their team, but I, I, I'm sorry. I can't I can't buy that stock with 36.5. Okay, Houston, 34.5. So that's based off of they don't think James Harden is going to be there. I personally think that James Harden might have to be here through the season because I think Houston is really going to bite this bull and be like, yo, we're not trading this dude for nothing. And if James Harden stays, I think the Rockets are the dark horse team of the West that can be a top four team if he stays. But apparently, you know, today Shams reported that he threw a basketball at a teammate. He's acting a little bit more hostile than he usually is. I personally think he's trying to do a fake Jimmy Butler impressionation. Trying to get uh, people riled up and get them traded. But uh, if I'm Houston, I'm not trading you. You got three years left in your deal. Boo-hoo-hoo. We have did everything for you as a franchise. I'm not trading you, man. You just want to be angry and get over it. 
Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, yo. Memphis Grizzlies at 30.5. I'm taking over. Um, now, one thing about the Memphis Grizzlies is that they have a lot of injuries that they're depending on coming back healthy. So it's kind of a hedge pick that I'm I'm just really betting on John Moran to just go off the season. But Jaron Jackson has a torn meniscus. He will not start the season. They say he might not be back till January. Also, uh, to start the season, Justice Winslow will not be ready. So you're going to be depending a lot on Jonas Valanciunas. Um, D'Anthony Milton is their backup guard. Uh, Brandon Clark, Dylan Brooks. I really like Desmond Bain. Uh, that's another one of my favorite picks. Uh, Kyle Anderson. Corky Jen. I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to have to change my pick, yo. I'm not buying. I'm not buying Memphis stock. I'm looking at this roster. I don't know how many. I don't. They only won the games they won last year was because of John Moran. I think he'll get better, but somebody else has to do something as far as stepping up. And um, I don't see that with another another wing creator that they're going to the playoffs. Thirty one games. I'm going to take the under, but I think the under is good for them. I think the best thing they can do is try to develop the players they can. Hey, get another top tick pick, top ten pick, and really build this thing. All right, you get one other solid player with John Morant, you're doing good because as we all know, it's really hard to get free agents to come to Memphis. All right, but I can't. I'm not buying this stock. I'm sorry. <clears throat> all right, we got about four left to go. Now people are gonna be upset with me. Oklahoma City trash dog. They traded all their talent. They're starting a bunch of kids. No way, Jose. 22.5, no. Minnesota is the worst defensive team in the league. Listen, I understand they got um, Anthony Bennett. <laughs> no, they didn't get Anthony Bennett. Um, I am not a fan of Protein Wiggins. Now, if you're asking me who Protein Wiggins is, who who did they draft? All right? who, who did the um, Minnesota Timberwolves draft first? Can anybody guess? Anthony Edwards, all right? To me, he is Andrew Wiggins on protein. It's not a talent thing with Anthony Edwards. I think he's really big, 6'6". He's got a good handle. He's got a nice shot. It's just that do you want it bad enough? A lot of times with NBA players, is drive and determination. you got to improve your game. Yeah, you got talent to get to the NBA, but do you have the work ethic and the discipline to become better and better year after year? And I'm going to bet with him, no. Now, he'll be a good player because he just got raw skill. But I'm not buying this, oh, he's the next, he's going to be better than Dwayne Wade. No, he is not, man. Dwayne Wade is the second best defensive shooting guard of all time, probably top five. Man, get out, uh, shooting guards, get out of here. I'm, I'm out on Anthony Edwards. I, I can't stand it. I think he stinks. Um, if I'm wrong about that, I'm wrong. Now, let's talk about stink. Angelo Russell. Now, y'all probably saying... Yo, Josh, his name is D'Angelo Russell. Mm-mm. There's no D in that guy's game, all right? He is the worst defensive starting point guard in the NBA, okay? And even with him and Towns, I don't think that's going to cause wins. Like, yeah, they might be okay offensively, but they got to do a little bit better. And listen, Anthony, Ta- Anthony Towns might be the best offensive center in the NBA as far as shooting and percentages. He has to commit to defense, all right? I am so tired of people driving to him in the rim and he's just either getting out the way or even not even making an attempt at it, all right? He's got to be better in the pick and roll. He's got to be better, period. I can, name somebody on his team that's going to be a great defender. Malik Beasley does not play defense. Jared Colliver. 
a lottery pick that pretty much is falling out of the rotation. Uh, Juwan Herman Gomez was good on the Knicks four years ago. Uh, Josh Ogie, he was okay last year. Uh, Ricky Rubio will be solid. It's off the bench uh, point guard. I don't like this roster. I think the roster lacks talent. Um, I don't see how they're gonna win. I don't twenty eight games, man. No, they might be. The, they want to be one of the worst teams in the NBA. Book it. All right. I'm sorry. I'm all out in the Timberwolves. Yo, see me got all worked up. Um, we got two teams left. We got the Sacramento Kings and the Spurs. All right. Twenty seven point five is the Sacramento Kings. I think Ty. <clears throat> I think they're gonna be one of the best. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think they have one of the best young guards in the NBA, okay? I'm not sure what they're doing with Buddy Heald. Uh, he requested a trade last season. Um, they didn't give it to him. Listen, Luke Walton has got one foot and six toes out the door. If they start off bad, they are going to fire that man, and they're not going to lose no sleep at night. Um, I don't know. After Golden State, I just don't think Luke Walton... We might overrate him as a coach. Man. We might love him as an assistant coach, but maybe as a head coach, it just might not be for him. Uh, they just gave De'Aaron Fox a contract extension. Very good player. They overplayed for Harrison Barnes. Um, Nehemiah Belitsi, he's okay. Now, this to me, the make or break of the Kings is Marvin Bagley. He has talent. I am a fan, okay? You probably shouldn't draft him over Luka, but it is what it is. But he has talent. If he can stay healthy... And stay productive this year. That's where the improvement comes from. I don't. I don't see anybody else on the team. Um, they have a couple other guys, but as far as if they want to really improve, it's going to start with him, man. Now, my favorite rookie in this draft, Tyrese Halliburton from Iowa State. I think he is a stud. Now, again, with them starting De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Heal, I don't know how many minutes he's going to get. But whenever he does get his 25 to 30 minutes a game, he's a stud. Um, looking at the rest of their roster, they got some pretty good bench players. Uh, Glenn Robinson III, Hassan Whiteside, Jabari Parker, shaking my head. Um, Corey Joseph, they got some talent. I love Rashard Holmes. Um, they definitely have some talent. But again, if the trajectory of their team only goes up if Marvin Bagley takes a leap. Uh I think he's going to get better, but I don't think the team record is going to get better, if that makes any sense. And I think they might trade Buddy Hill at some point this season. Hopefully it's the Sixers. And the last team <clears throat> is the San Antonio Spurs at 29.5 wins. I am selling my Spurs stock. <sighs> you know, since the trade of Kawhi Leonard, I don't think their franchise has been in the greatest direction as far as moving forward. I think they kind of spike traded him to that team. And I think they definitely could have got a better package. Uh, DeMar DeRozan has been underwhelming at best for them. His defense has fell off a cliff. And offensively, he's no longer shooting threes. They have done some good things. They kept the ball in his hands more like a point guard. And listen, he's got talent, but not enough to push him to the AFC. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge is getting a little bit slower. Uh, he still could be a really solid player for a team that has more pieces. But as your second best player... Or is your first best player? I do not see it. Now, they got a lot of young guards that has to develop. Um, I like Lonnie Walker. You know, I do. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I like Rudy, Rudy Gay's tone Spurs. Yes, he is. I like Rudy Gay. Um, but I think the best thing the Spurs can do is develop their young talent and take it where it goes. 
Um, listen, whatever LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan give you is fine, but if I'm them, I would try to trade both of those guys. Uh, I love DeJounte Murray. Two years ago, he made first-team All-NBA. Um, then he tore his ACL. I think he's going to have a bounce-back year. They just paid Derek White a bunch of money, so I'm a little worried about minutes over there. But um, I, I don't I don't see it. I like Devin Hassel, too. Again, I like the talent on their team. I don't think as far as the win-loss record, of course it's important because this will all teams determine their, uh, you know, the talent by. But as long as they let these young guys develop. But I'm not buying Spurs stock. But I do like their young talent. Woo! All right, guys. I got the Eastern Conference done. I got the Western Conference done. We got one more thing to get to. And I'm going to get y'all out of here. All right? So tonight is the opening night of the NBA. We're going to go over tonight's picks. And we're going to get y'all out of here. All right? I lost my voice a little bit through that, so if my voice sounds a little scratchy, I do apologize. <clears throat> the Brooklyn Nets are home versus the Golden State Warriors. Um, Brooklyn is favored by 7.5. I don't think this game is going to be close. It might be close towards the end, but I think the Nets are head over here is better than the Warriors. No Draymond Green. Uh, James Wyson should play. I don't see how this game... It may stay competitive in the first half. I think the second half, they might get blown out. And the Lakers and Clippers, this one's a little bit more tough, okay? Now, a lot of times, the Lakers are favored by 2.5, 2.5 points. Now, a lot of times, when those championship teams get their rings, excuse me, they come out locks days ago. But these teams haven't played each other in a while. You know, you got Montrez Harrell. You got the Clippers trying to make a statement. I'm going to go with the Clippers tonight. So if I'm a betting man, I would bet the Brooklyn and I would bet the Lakers, all right? Now, tomorrow there's 13 games on. Uh, Thursday there's no games on. Friday's Christmas. So I think I'm going to try to come back on Thursday with y'all, and then we might do the Saturday or Sunday pod, all right? Now, Thursday's pod, I can give you all my, all my preseason award picks. I'm not going to do it because this podcast is long enough. I appreciate y'all. I love the support. Welcome back, NBA. Let's do it. Peace. Up. Before I go, y'all know what to do. Go to the podcast. Hashtag Know Your Role Players. Spotify. Apple Music. And many, many more. I appreciate and love all y'all for the support. Y'all have a good one. Peace.